Welcome to the Effortless English Show with the world's number one English teacher, AJ Hogue, where AJ's more than 40 million students worldwide finally learn English once and for all without the boring textbooks, classrooms, and grammar drills. Here's AJ with a quick piece to help you learn to speak fluent English effortlessly. I'm AJ Hogue, the author of Effortless English, Learn to Speak English Like a Native, father of the Effortless English System. I train you to speak English fluently, powerfully, effortlessly in my VIP program. Join my VIP program. Commit to my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com, EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Movie lessons for VIP members coming soon. Also, VIP members, I know this month we had a... a a problem with uh, one of the lessons. I know some of you got an old lesson, a lesson you already have. So we're fixing it. Okay, we're gonna. You'll get a new one coming soon. Okay, so just check back to the the website, and you sh you'll see a new uh, lesson for you very soon. So I apologize for that. Just a little bit of a programming problem. They programmed the wrong lesson, and uh, anyway, we're getting it fixed. Today, I've had a long, tired day with babies, my wife and I both. So we're going to have a simple show. <laughs> Just ask me anything you want to ask me. I'm just going to answer questions today because I don't have a topic because I'm much too tired taking care of babies today. <sighs> so we're on Facebook and we're live on Facebook as usual be taking your live questions and of course we have our our usual suspects which is a nice movie by the way Nasser and Fernanda and Nora and Ronan Camilla Zuzlina Ibrahim Ali of course Asma of course good to see you all great now you should follow me on Gab because on Gab I announce when I'm going live and on Gab I tell you, am I going to be on Facebook? Am I going to be on YouTube? Am I going to be on Twitch? How do you know? Follow me on Gab.com at AJ Hogue, A-J-H-O-G-E. My Gab is growing quite quickly now. Seems like you all are joining and our Gab community, our Effortless English family on Gab has suddenly, really in the last week, I'd say, in the last seven days or so, has become super active, like all our, you know, really active members who used to be on Twitter, they have all moved over to Gab now. And that's great because you are all connecting to each other. You have found each other. You have found me. So now we have a lot of great discussions and suggestions and questions, a lot of activity happening on my Gab right now. And of course, very soon, very soon, the Gab groups will come back. They'll return. And that'll be an even easier way to find other Effortless English members, family, fans, and post in the group about Effortless English topics. So that'll be back very soon. But for now, just follow me. Send me a message. I'll re, you know, I don't know. Twitter, you call it retweet. What do you call it on Gab? Regab? Repost? I'll regab it. I'll repost it so that all my followers see it. And then they might, they'll, They'll notice you, they'll follow you, you can follow them, and everybody's connected. All right, so it's just going to be question day today for me. Question day. And of course, lots of people just saying hi from lots of places. <laughs> The word, I'm not sure I understand this question. The word second nature, full English language, question mark. I'm not sure what you're asking me. Second nature is a phrase in English. Yes. Uh, it's a second nature. Second nature means if something's kind of your second nature, it means it's very comfortable. It's something you do very easily. It's a, it's, it can be a, like a quality or it can be like a skill or an instinct but it's something that's almost automatic for you. Like, you know, uh, brushing my teeth is second nature, right? Just, just do it. I don't have to think about it.
Dumas says, we are your followers from India, Mr. AJ. Good evening. Hello to you and hello to everyone in India. Or should I say namaste? Dimitris Karadakis from Greece. That's a very Greek-sounding name. Hello, Greece. And there's Lisa, of course. Gab is so active now, Fernanda says. Yes, Gab is so active. It is. Fernanda's on Gab. Lisa's on Gab. Uh, you know, all the names I always read every time and are, the people who are asking questions and joining the discussions, uh, pretty much all of them are on my Gab now and we have discussions on Gab too. So, you know, this is the other thing. I can't read every comment and every question. It's I get too many during the live shows, especially over on YouTube, but even Facebook and Twitch even too. So if, if I miss your question, some people get annoyed and some people get frustrated and they post the question a hundred times. And I still ignore it, but um, don't get annoyed. Just follow me on Gab and send me the question and I will answer it eventually. It might need a few days. Sometimes I get busy with my babies, but um, I'll eventually answer it and or another member will answer it. And sometimes if I see another member answer the question and they give a good answer, I just I don't say anything because uh, many times our members and our fa uh, great effortless English family, they're, they have great answers and they, they're very experienced and they'll give you great answers too. So don't get upset because live I just can't follow. So live I kind of, um, now today there's no topic so you can ask anything, but uh, you know, most days I have a topic. So I usually focus on questions. I choose questions first that are about the topic. Okay, that's my criteria. So I'll be moving through the, you know, the comments very quickly. And when I see one that's about the topic, then I usually pick it and I'll read it. If I see questions that are not about the topic, that are something totally different, AJ, how do I improve my vocabulary? And I'm talking about Brave New World. I'm going to ignore that comment or that question probably. It's not, it's not connected to our topic. So it's, you can ask me that question, but do it on Gab um, or do it on a day like today when I'm just answering everything or on a day when I'm talking about vocabulary. Okay, now, Wasim, this is a good question. Do you recommend any English online conversation site, you know, like to meet conversation partners? I honestly don't know. You know, the one I know about most is italki. But I've heard, you know, mixed things. The thing is, you know, italki is just a freelancer site, right? So that means that each tutor or each conversation partner on italki, they're independent. They're not an italki employee. They're not trained by italki. They just, anybody can sign up and do it. You can do like conversation. You can do it in your language. Maybe someone wants to learn your language. So you could do it and you decide how much do you charge. I'm sure italki takes some percent. So what does that mean? It means that on, on that kind of uh, site, you know, it's just, it's kind of luck, right? You, it, you have to try to figure out like some of the partners, some of the tutors, some of the conversation partners might be really, really good. And others might be really, really bad. And others might be so-so. Eh, so you might have to try several until you find one that fits you. And... Also, maybe if you have an idea, like, you know, people want different things from conversation partners or, you know, when they want to talk to someone in, in English. Some of you just want to chat. You just want to pick a topic and talk, and that's all. Just practice getting it out. That's totally fine, but you have to tell them, right? When you hire someone, you have to tell them, I just want to talk. Don't correct me. I don't want any notes. I just want to chat about a topic very casually. Great. Others of you, you might actually want notes. You might want the person to, like when you make mistakes, I don't, don't, this is my opinion, my recommendation. Don't tell them to correct your mistakes in the middle of talking. It's just going to distract you, destroys your confidence. Um, but what you can do is just ask them to take notes. So if you make mistakes, Ask them to write down the notes, and then after, they can send you the notes. What's better is if they send you the correct phrases. So instead of saying, 
instead of writing down your mistakes, they just write down the correct phrase or sentence that you should have said. And then they send it to you. And then you can study that. And now you have a lot of a list of correct phrases connected to the topic you just talked about. Even better, if you ask them to record that report, that list, right? So they make the list of, uh, you know, phrases, useful phrases that maybe you made some mistakes or maybe you couldn't think of and they just they make a list. At the end, they, you know, they say goodbye to you and then they record themselves. They read that list, all those phrases or sentences, and they send you the list and they send you the recording. And then you can listen to that and then you get all those and it's connected to your conversation. Some of you might like something like that. Um, some of you might want to focus on very specific topics like uh, business job interviews or, you know, whatever. So part of finding a good tutor, you got to find a good one that's responsible, that's not weird, not strange, you know. Um, and then you need to also, at the beginning, you really got to be clear with them what you want. You have to tell them what you want. And sometimes it's not a fit. Some of them want to teach grammar, for example. You don't want that. So if, if they teach grammar, if you see in their description, you know, they, they teach grammar, they use textbooks, just ignore them and try someone else. And then ha just make sure, you, you know, they really understand what you want. So I think you can find good people on italki. And uh, maybe in the comments, if any of you know other conversation websites that are good that you've tried, put them in the comments right now and I'll read them out loud. But um, I think the key thing, most of these sites are freelancer sites. So it means some of them are really good, some of them are really bad, some are in the middle. And you just have to figure it out and find the good ones. All right. Win Win Bao says, are your babies sons or daughters? One of each. One boy and one girl. Ahmed Ibrahim says, I, hi, Jay. I remember I was listening to you in 2009. Wow. Quite a long time. 10 years. I want to send you my regards. Thanks so much. Thank you. Long time. Very nice. I like those of you, you know, who've been with me for a long time. It's great. Okay, good, good. Fernando says, I've already received the new VIP lesson. It's okay. Good, 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 good. Very good. Sorry about that. Sorry about that mistake. Call says, listening to your podcast, does it count for our listening challenge? Of course, it's in English. It's all English. Yes, of course. This is a an hour every day that all of you should get. <laughs> Why are we not live on YouTube? Asked F. Jenny. Just some people like Facebook, so I'm just trying to kind of jump around sometimes. Uh, you know, YouTube's probably the biggest group, but uh, I know some of you prefer Facebook Live. So just sometimes I like to be on Facebook. And then, of course, I do Twitch once a week. Camila Silva says, what's the purpose of speaking like a native speaker? To communicate, it's not enough to be understandable? Question mark. Well, it is, actually. <laughs> uh, you don't have to speak exactly like a native. It's not necessary. There are a few of you who want that level. I mean, I just know that. Because some of you are just so excited about it. So you just want to reach that highest, 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 highest level of speaking, you know, very close to a native speaker. And, and of course, the advantage is that you are able to talk about very complicated ideas and topics, you know, just like in your own language. So you're, you're kind of unlimited with your communication ability in English. You can be persuasive. You can do things around with jobs. You can, you know, you just have the super high skill level. Now, some of you don't need that and some of you don't want that. For some of you, like Camilla's kind of uh, suggesting here, just being, have, speaking very clearly and understandably and fluently and powerfully, you know, at that kind of advanced level, but not at super native level. That for, probably for most of you, that's enough. That's enough. Not quite native level. Um, maybe, you know, like a le one level be below. You know, in the European thing, I think they call it C1 and C2. I think 
their ranking system. C2 is you're basically native, and C1 is you're really, really good. <laughs> so many of you just need to be really, really good, and it's fine. So yeah, it's up to you. And honestly, the, uh, the truth is, there are also some people who don't even need that. Some people only need uh, a, a fairly basic level of conversation. Maybe some people only want to travel some, you know, like they need English for tourism, some travel, little nice conversations, but they don't need a very advanced level. Maybe in the European thing, it's B1 or B2. And that's also fine. That's why you're the boss. You're the boss. It's your choice. It's your choice completely. You don't have to be at the highest level. You just so you decide this. What, how do you want to use English? Some people also, they just love English. They just love it. They don't even need it at that level, but they want to be at that level because they enjoy it so much. And that's also fine. That's totally fine. So it's your, it's, each of you chooses where, how high you want to go with it. It's, it's, all, it's up to you. Don't, don't let anybody force you or pressure you because it's really up to you. Your choice. Ahmad uh, Khalid says, do you believe in all accents and dialects? Which accent do you recommend? Well, I guess, you know, the first question is, you know, are you asking me, are they all fine? Are they okay? Yeah, of course. There's nothing wrong with them. You know, like, so I'll just take in the United States. The, the really famous accents, are probably Boston, New York, Southern, Texas. Those are the strong ones, I'd say. Louisiana. Um, there's probably a few others in there, but those are the really, really, uh, very strong ones. So is something bad about those? Something wrong? No, 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 not at all. I, I, I'm from the South. I like the Southern accent quite a lot, but so are they all fine? Yes, of course. But which accent do you recommend? This is a different question for someone learning English as a foreign language. Uh, generally it's not a good idea to Focus on one of those smaller accents or dialects. Why not? Because they're less useful. They're limited. They're limited, right? The southern accent is limited to the southeast of the United States. People in the north don't speak a southern accent. People in the west don't speak a southern accent. And certainly in Canada, they don't have a southern American accent. So it's just, it's more limited. I guess if you were living in the south, if you were living in Georgia or... Uh, you know, Alabama, then maybe southern a little bit of a southern accent would be fine. You'd sound more like a local. But uh, but overall, for most people who want to use English more internationally, I'd say choose one of the the big, most common ones, the standard American accent, North American accent, or the standard British accent. Those are the two big ones, the two that most everybody knows. Everybody understands those accents. So I would choose one of those two because they're just the most useful internationally. Everybody understands them everywhere. In the south of the United States, they still understand the common American accent, the standard accent. Of course they do. And they understand that accent in New York and they understand that accent in California and in Texas and in, even in England, they understand it. Okay, And in Australia, they understand it. In Japan, they understand it. So... Choose that standard one. Uh, Antonio, any questions? General questions about learning, about anything? I'll, he's pretty much just asked me anything today. Yinmei Tan says, AJ, I'm from Myanmar. <laughs> I want you to visit our land. I want to visit Myanmar, actually. I've been to Thailand. I've been to Vietnam. I've been to India. I've been to your neighbors. <laughs> so I want to go to Myanmar for sure. I've heard good things. I've heard very good things. How can I get a job? Uh, let's see. That's a big general question. Go on my YouTube channel. You'll see I have some videos about job interviews. And my new business English course actually is about that topic because it's a, that's a big 
topic you're asking because that's a lot of things. You have to know how to hunt for jobs and find them and not just looking for advertising. Too many people, when they're trying to get a job, they look in the newspaper or now online and for advertisements, open jobs. That's actually not a very good strategy because that's what everyone else is doing. So you're competing against probably thousands of people. Uh, there are better ways to do it. And then you have to have a good resume or CV, be good at job interviews. So anyway, Business English course, which is coming soon, talks about all of those things. But the short, if you want something right now, go to my YouTube channel. Look, on my, There's a playlist called uh, job interviews or public speaking. Yeah, like Ramesh Avina Savak says, activities going to start on Gab will be interesting. The challenges of reading and write and will also be very nice. It's reading and listening, actually. Reading and listening. Yeah, I'm already, it's already motivating me. I'm listening more myself now because I know this is coming soon. So it's already kind of in my mind and I'm trying to get in more hours every day. So it's very good. And I notice I'm improving more. I'm starting, I'm learning faster because of that. Francois says, I'm in Gab too. Good deal. See, that's where all the people are now. <laughs> Master says, uh, ask me anything. I think it's kind of a joke question. How to quit the efforts English system easily and effortlessly after you commit, don't quit. <laughs> yeah, well, it's kind of a whole... The system, you know, even when you're done with lessons and you're become quite advanced, then, you know, you, then you're kind of in a very independent learner and you just can learn from anything. You can learn from movies. You can learn from books. You can learn from TV. You can learn from the world. Emmanuel Esposito. I've got a question. Does the youth nowadays take everything very lightly? Because my friends constantly dream of getting their dream job, but in the end don't get it. They get disappointed. What do you recommend them? Well, a, for a, a dream job is not something you usually get uh, immediately. It, it's something that will probably require many years in your career. You know, especially if you're young, you start out with you don't start out at a dream job when you're young, usually. You start out at a crappy job, okay? <laughs> this is life. Uh, so they don't give the dream jobs to the new people, all right? Not usually. They give the bad jobs to the new people. And then you have to earn it, right? You have to work. You have to prove yourself. You have to prove yourself to the people above you that, all right, you're good. Yeah, you deserve a better job. And then you go up, and then you go up, and then you go up. And then you get that dream job, hopefully, but you've got to prove it. They don't just give out the jobs that pay tons of money and that are super cool and great. They don't give those to college graduates. That's crazy. Why would they? College graduates don't know anything. They haven't proven anything. All they can do is talk. So they're going to make you prove it, and they're probably going to make you do difficult jobs that are not fun for a while. So you've got to go through that. If that's what you want. Now, you know, I took a different path. But uh, but if that's what you want and you want that kind of career, then you've got to fight through it. Abraham Ali says, are you fasting today? I'm doing one meal a day. Uh, yes. So I fast all day and I eat one meal at night. So kind of easy fasting for me now. That's easy fast. And I did it, I did it mostly dry today. Most of the time I did dry. Mo Ratapong says, greeting from Thailand. Hello, nice picture of a cat. <laughs> ah, okay. Now, this is an interesting question. Rovanyanina. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not pronouncing your name right. How important is you using idioms for non-native speakers? Not important at all. Not you don't need you don't have to use them. Understanding them is important. That's important because they are common and uh, many native speakers do use them a lot. Uh, so you do need to understand the common ones. But when you're speaking, you don't have to use them. I myself, I don't use them very much. 
occasionally, but I I don't use them much at all. I, I just don't use idioms very much. It's not my speaking style. And I've mentioned before, my father uses them constantly, constantly. And this, like I said, in with the business English course, I was surprised. You know, I had to look at the text of the conversations we had, and I was just kind of surprised, like. Wow, my dad uses idioms all the time. <laughs> He's constantly using idioms. And, uh, you know, compared to me, it's a lot. You said you have babies now. How many babies? Two babies. Two. Two twins. We have twins. Twin babies. A boy and a girl. Ah, Fernanda says, I'm reading The Hunger Games. It's in, it, has, it has easy English. Oh, that's interesting. Well, it kind of makes sense. I think The Hunger Games... Do you know this book? Well, I know the movies. Um, I've seen... Not all of them, but I've seen, I've seen a few of the movies. I think those books were written... I think the target audience for that were like uh, teenagers, if I'm correct. I might be wrong about that, but I think so. Uh, so it does make sense they might have been a little more simple with English than Lord of the Rings, for example. So great. And it's an interesting story. So that's really cool. And then you can watch the movies, too. Nice comment. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but GM Himamali, very nice. Wow. Yeah, so everybody check out her comment. Okay, well, this is a nice question. Mahmoud says, how can I test my fluency? When can I know I've gotten fluent? Well, just talking to people is really the way to do it, right? So get on one of those sites like italki or, or even just get on Gab and join our Gab group and talk to other Everest English family members. And, you know, you know you're fluent when the words are coming out easily. You're not translating in your head. You are able to communicate about, you know, all the general topics you want to talk about. And it feels effortless. That's why it's called Effortless English. It feels effortless. You're not, it doesn't feel like you're stressed out when you're doing it. I mean, I think that's the natural test. You know, not some test that, so multiple choice tasks, not TOEIC, not TOEFL, none of those. I mean, just real conversations with real people, real world. Gotti says, how can I improve my accent in English? I'm upper intermediate. I think, well, I've got a pronunciation course. So you can check that out, EffortlessEnglishClub.com. You can do the shadowing technique. Um, and when you're doing the shadowing technique, uh, especially concentrate on imitating the pronunciation you're really getting it as close as you can uh, those are the two easiest things i would suggest oh wow you guys are typing fast i'm going to jump to the bottom and work my way back up Yeah, Fernanda says The Hunger Games is teenager literature. And that's a nice level to choose, by the way, for a lot of you when you're looking for books to read. Uh, if your level's a little lower, like lower intermediate, choose books that are written for kids, elementary school kids, Americans or Brits, like The Diary of a Wimpy Kid. People have mentioned that one. Perfect. And those of you who are a little bit more advanced, choose books that are more folk, uh, targeted for teenagers, like Fernanda is, like The Hunger Games. And then, of course, when those books become quite easy, you can then jump to uh, the really popular books for adults. People have mentioned like Daniel, Daniel Steele, Stephen King. You know, they have so many books. You can read a huge number of their books. Tom Clancy, if you like that kind of military type stuff. All right. Is, are tongue twisters useful to improve speaking? 
Maybe a little bit. You know, if you have a, a one sound that really is tough for you, you could try practicing a tongue twister that uses that sound. Um, but I don't know, because even for native speakers, you know, with perfect pronunciation, you know, I've probably got as close to perfect pronunciation as as possible. I have a kind of a perfect standard American accent. But, you know, if I try to say Sally sells, she sells she, seashells at the seashore, you know, if I try to say that fast, you can see it's a little hard for me to do it. Um, so I don't know how much they help, honestly. Didn't ask, um, how can I share first English to other people around me? They don't believe this method is super easy to follow. Well, my answer is usually is to show the results, get great results. This is the same answer I have for like uh, fasting, for example. Uh, it's just amazing. When you get great results, people around you will start to ask you. You don't have to tell them. They will ask you, how did you do it? So like I've mentioned before, my mom is doing the fasting and she's losing a lot of weight. And her whole life, you know, my whole life, 50 years, she has been fat, fat, fat and unhealthy. And, and for the first time in her life, she's really losing weight. And so what's happened? Suddenly, everyone around her is asking her, what are you doing? She doesn't say anything. She just stays quiet, but they notice, wow, what are you doing? And now they, so she tells them about the fasting. So then my aunt, my aunt started to do the snake diet fasting. And then now my uncle, her brother, so her sister and her brother, they're now both doing the snake diet, the fasting also. So when you get great results, people around you will notice and they'll start to ask and they'll do this with English. When your English gets better and better, faster and faster, they're going to, eventually they will notice if they're around you when you speak and they'll, why, what are you doing? How do you do that? That's when you tell them about effortless English, right? Because they can't argue with the results. They might argue with the ideas and not believe you, but when you just show the results, the results are real. Mauricio says hello from Costa Rica. That's a country I want to visit. Yeah, like Fernanda says, I don't use idioms in my own language, Portuguese. Right. Many people don't really use them that much. And some people really love them. And my mom actually kind of uses them a fair amount. My dad uses them a huge amount. My mom uses them still much more than me. Um, my sister, not really. Maybe a little. And then I'm, I'm almost none. So it, it just it's kind of a personal preference, I think. Well, I'm not quite sure I understand what's going on with this. I read the word recreation on the CNN news. I was so happy I understood it and instantly remembered it, remembered your talk about it. That's good. The bad news is they're going to make it le legal in usage personally. Um, I'm not sure what you mean by that. No doubt it's bad news. Question is how come the first country in the world to try to take the step despite they're considered educated? I don't understand what they're doing. I'm not sure what they, what you mean by that. What They're going to make it recreation legal. Are you talking about drugs? Maybe you're talking about drugs. Recreational drugs. That, I think that's what you're talking about. Marijuana, I'm sure. Um, I have uh, a mixed view on it. Number one, I think, uh, actually, yeah, I do like the idea of making it legal since I don't like the idea of throwing people in jail. I also don't want people to go to jail for drinking alcohol because I think everyone needs to be responsible. And marijuana, I don't think it's about equal to alcohol, I think. It's in terms of it has things that are not great about it, but it's not horrible, you know. I think it's kind of same level as alcohol. So I kind of support that. But on the other hand, I don't recommend using it. as I don't recommend doing it because it makes you fat and lazy. So um, do I want people to be in jail for years and years because they did it? No. 
but I also, I want everyone to have that choice, but I personally think it's not the best choice. You know, if someone smokes a little marijuana every now and then, um, no big deal, no problem, I think. Just like drinking a little bit of alcohol is no problem, you know, with very controlled. So that's kind of my view on it. Oh, this is cool. Merrick says, recently I became very interested in meditation. I started practicing. I have to confess, it helps me a lot. Do you have any experience in this matter? Well, yeah, I've done it a little. I'm not very, um, I'm kind of inconsistent with meditation. I get busy and then so I'll go for a while and not do it. And then I'll come back to it and kind of like that. And uh, But I always find it, it's beneficial. It's always very nice. So yeah, it's a good thing. Motion says, how many words and idioms are necessary to be fluent? I don't know. Yeah, I've seen so many different numbers. I don't think anyone really knows. And honestly, it's not, uh, it's probably more about how well you use them, right? How quickly and automatically can you use them? So, you know, for example, with children, you might have a three-year-old child, probably you would, most three-year-old ch children are fluent, in English or in their language. Do they know a huge number of words? Maybe not, but they can use the words they know effortlessly. So they're definitely fluent, right? And then, of course, there might be, you know, there are people who maybe they know lots of words, but uh, uh, they can't get them out. You know, fluent, the word fluent is connected to the word fluid and flow, like water moving. And it's the, in the, it's the idea that the words are coming out quickly and easily. That's really what it specifically means. So it's not so much about the huge number of words. That's useful, but uh, in terms of just fluency. But fluency is not the only thing, right? You want the words to come out easily and quickly, but you also need to understand what other people are saying. So you do need all the, a lot of words too. Okay, Olja says, I practice English in Duolingo. It's a good option. I'm still looking at your video. Thanks. Okay, good. There's another option for, uh, you know, uh, conversation partners maybe. Albanese asks, what's the key for people from countries in Latin America to improve or learn English easily? Well, I think it's the same as anywhere else. You know, a huge amount of listening, a huge amount of reading. Join my reading challenge and listening challenge, the one we're all doing. That's the best thing. I mean, the good news is, as Spanish speakers, uh, or even Brazilians, as Portuguese speakers, you know, those languages are closer to English compared to Chinese or Vietnamese or Japanese. You know, you definitely have an advantage as a Spanish speaker, as any, really, any European language, especially the Western European languages, German, Italian, Spanish, Portuguese, you know, there's just, they share Latin, so many Latin words, Latin roots. So that's good. Just got to do a lot of listening. Lots of listening and reading. Antonio says, do you remember that video you did some time ago about the first time you traveled to India? I do. I remember that experience very well. When you got in a bad situation in the train, surrounded by several weird men all staring at you. Yes, it's one of my most powerful travel memories, uh, you know, because it was one of my first It was one of my first memories of ever traveling. It was my first trip ever by myself outside America. And uh, yeah, I didn't know what was happening. And it's a very powerful memory. I have a lot of powerful memories from India. Be uh, number one, because it was my first trip. Number two, because India is just a uh, intense place <laughs> to travel, you know. So for both those reasons, I have a whole lot of strong travel I stories and memories uh, from India. India is a cool place, man. It's a, it's unique. 
Um, it says, I'm crazy for you. I like your method very much. How can I improve my speaking skill? I want your suggestions. Please help me. Well, the first thing is, you know, huge amounts of listening. Do that for several months. And then maybe get on one of these conversation sites or on our Gab group. And then just start talking. You know, start practicing and don't worry about mistakes. That's the key thing. All right, Facebook dropped us. Having problems with Facebook recently. The last time I was on Facebook also had problems. So I don't know what happened. YouTube has been fine. If this keeps happening, we may have to just jump over to YouTube. But I'll just give some time for everyone to come back. Oh, we got dropped from Facebook. People are joining. Hello again. Sorry for the break. Facebook dropped us. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yes, we're back. All right, good. It was internet connection. It's not my internet connection because uh, when, when I'm doing YouTube, there's no problem. So this is something with Facebook specifically. I don't know why. But remember last time this happened with Facebook also. And now again. What's happening with Facebook? I don't know. But uh, if this ha keeps, if it continues to happen in the future, we'll just have to focus on YouTube and not do Facebook Live. All right, good. Looks like everyone's coming back. So just I'll do about 15 more minutes and then I've got to go. Take care of babies. Now, this is a good idea, actually. Muhammad Ali, nice name, famous name. Uh, does copying articles help improve writing? Copying out articles. Yeah, actually, that's not a bad idea. So that's where you find an article and then you rewrite it yourself, just writing it again. Uh, and then really noticing the sentences and the... Yes, it's actually not a bad idea at all. You know, you can read. Of course, reading helps a lot. But sometimes doing that is, I think it actually is a good idea. Yes. Choose things that are simple, though. Choose simple articles that are written in simple, clear English. That's what I recommend. Hey, it's Giuliano in Sardinia. Good to see you, Giuliano. Oh, yeah, another Vietnamese living in Japan. I'm me. Uh, welcome back. I'm Vietnamese. I live in Japan. Hope to see you in Japan. Yeah, well, I'm in Osaka. So if you visit Osaka, let me know. Now, Muhammad Defe says, uh, Defe, sorry, I don't know how to pronounce your name. What scholarship do you recommend if I apply for a master's degree in English studies? I don't know, honestly. I really don't know that academic world at all anymore so uh, yeah you have to search online see what you can find don't criticize facebook they're squeamish i wasn't criticizing them woman says best teacher ever i'm your student since five years i love you aj thank you very much thank you Ah, oh, here's another one. NASA recommends Comely. Comely is a site for one-to-one -one English conversation. You pay a small amount of money and you'll get the teacher who talks to you. There you go. So we've got italki, someone mentioned Duolingo, and now Comely. C-O-M-B-L-Y, Comely. So there you go. That's three different ones. And then Gab. Follow me on Gab. Get our Gab group. There's four. Well, that's an interesting question. Quite different. Nora Tinajero says, What do you think about dreams? Today I had a wonderful dream with my grandpa. He passed away a few years ago. I want to reread a book that talks about this topic. It's from the ancient Aztecs. They talk about fasting and meditation. See, it's very old, fasting and meditation. 
I not realized when I read it four years ago. Thanks for the amazing interviews with uh, Sri Acharya. Yeah, Acharya, that's great. Nice. That's a nice dream. Very nice. Uh, a treatment for obsessive compulsive disorder. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe if you could try to channel it, focus it on something positive like learning English, become obsessive about that. But but I know some people are really it's quite strong and uh, I just don't, honestly don't know. Oh, wow. You're up. Hamai is in Hokkaido, way up north. But good snowboarding. You should learn to snowboard or ski. Uh, Abraham Ali, I'm planning to do exactly this. Please do an interview with an expert on homeschooling. I found a few. There's a few. Um, there's a few moms who I'm, I want to interview that have. They just have websites about homeschooling and they're homeschooling their children. I think that might be useful. Just hearing, like, not from some education expert, but just from a real mom or dad who's doing it. Hey, there's Alexi. Long time. No see, Alexi. Finally, I caught your live show after our last movie show. I've rewatched the full Matrix in English. When I watched the Matrix last time, it was seven years ago. At that time, I didn't find the main point in the movie. What I found is the more we are growing up, the more we realize everything that surrounds us. I used to hate reading books in my school age. Now I'm curious to read as much as possible. I'm looking forward to jump into the challenge. I'm completely sure it'll make us stronger and will help us overcome many obstacles that we have. All of that very well said. Yes, me too. You know, I kind of tell a famous story that, uh, famous for me, <laughs> um, but a common story I tell is that, you know, my favorite book, my favorite uh, book by an American, which is Walden, that when I had to read it in high school, I, did, I didn't like it. I thought it was boring. I couldn't understand it, really. I didn't really understand the deeper messages. And then I read it later, after college, and my understanding of it totally changed. And now, you know, I've read it, I've reread it over diff over the years of my life. And every time I find deeper meaning, and uh, I find it, I also find it quite funny now, which I used to, thought, I used to think it was boring. Now, I, there are sections of it that are quite, I find funny. And uh, anyway, I understand it much better now. So this is a great thing about it. As you get older, you get more experience. You find that many of those movies and uh, deeper books, can they mean something quite different to you when you're older. Kurdistan, what do I do if I don't understand vocab when I'm reading? Just use an e-book and... You know, just you can just touch if you're using a phone, just touch the word and the dictionary. It'll show the meaning and then just keep reading. Don't try to memorize it, but just see it and then keep going. Can Japanese speak English well? Some, some can, some can and some can't. <laughs> but it's, it's a harder language for them than Spanish speakers, for example, than probably most European language speakers, especially, like I said, the Western ones, Western Europe are just closer to English. So it's easier. It uses the same letters. You know, all of that's different for Japanese people and for Chinese and for Vietnamese and Thais, you know. And, of course, the other way, it's also more difficult. Like, it's much easier for me to learn Spanish than to learn Japanese. Japanese is much more difficult for me. Much. Asma says, when I try to talk, easy words come to me, even though I know a lot of words from you and I want to use what should I do. I don't force it. You know, as long as you understand a lot of words when you're actually speaking, just, you know, this is my approach. I know a lot of vocabulary words, too. But when I speak, I use the most common, simple ones. Those are the ones that come to my head quickly and I'll, honestly those are the most useful ones i use more complicated vocabulary that just means less common when i really need to be specific 
If I need a, a very specific word for a specific idea, then I will use that word. But otherwise, I use the most common, simple words as possible. And that's good communication. So don't worry about it. There's no reason to try to force yourself to use another word when a common word is just as good. Nuklan says, you're so cute. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> um, Jenny, I don't understand your question. Explain the difference between acknowledge, acknowledge, and acknowledge. All spelled the same. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't understand. I mean, different definitions of it. Um, hmm. I'm not sure what you mean. <laughs> Your wife didn't teach you Japanese. I find it's generally best not to um, mix <laughs> working and teaching with uh, uh, re close relationships. <laughs> so, you know, like I'm not, she, she improved her English a lot just by talking to me all the time. Um, but I don't teach her and do lessons, you know, because it just creates kind of a, I don't know, just it's kind of can create some stress and so I don't ask her I just ask her questions sometimes that's all so if I if I don't know a word but in, in a way she's teaching me because I'm using her podcast <laughs> um, I used her lessons and now I'm using her podcast I'm listening to her podcast in Japanese so indirectly and sometimes like I said if I hear a word I don't know and I can't figure it out with a dictionary or something then I'll just ask her what does this mean and she'll tell me but I don't ask her to give me lessons And honestly, we're quite busy with babies now. Okay, like, Musa says, what books do you recommend for those who learn English, want to learn English literature? Well, uh, that's a huge topic. <laughs> uh, you know, you've got... English language literature, I guess you're talking about. So you've got, you know, of course, the whole British, you have English, England, and you've got Irish and, you know, Scottish, what you might call British. You've got all America. Um, so that's a, there's just so, 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 so many books. And then you even have uh, great, amazing literature in English that's been translated, you know, like Tolstoy you know, that was written in Russian but there are some great English translations. Um, so you have to just choose what you like. Now, you can start with easy versions of these books, right? You can find a lot of some companies make these easy versions of these kinds of books. You can start with those if your level's lower. And then just uh, you got to just choose the kind of books you like. You know, it depends what you like. Um, And then why don't you make a series of videos about learning English through rap or music? Um, because I think it's a bad way to do it. Rap music would be a horrible way, uh, I think. It's, it's, you don't want to speak like that. <laughs> Plus, I hate rap music, so two reasons. Um, songs in general are not so good. They're just not as good. Okay, TV and movies are much better. If you have 30 minutes, it's better to listen to TV or movies instead of a song you can, you can enjoy the songs but just you know they don't really help that much with english they the even for a native speaker you know like many songs i can read the lyrics the words to the song i have no idea what it's about even after i read it i don't know because it's not clear they're not using they're not communicating clearly it's not clear sentences it's often just little images and um it's just not that great for learning English, I don't think, or, or language. 
So just, you know, enjoy it if you like it. But if you want to focus, get a really focus on like some kind of pop culture for learning English, it's much better to focus on TV and movies. Yeah, Zobede just asked me questions on Gab. That's fine. Okay, you guys are typing fast. We want more, sh more shows about financial freedoms, says Nasser. Okay, well, our next book club, you know, we're kind of, it's, I might start, not, probably not tomorrow, but maybe the next week with Brave New World, I might try to do two chapters at a time because it's kind of a long book. And uh, I think we've covered most of the big ideas now. You know, there's so many ideas in that book and we kind of needed to go very slowly. So again, tomorrow I'll probably do just one chapter. But after that, I might try to speed up a little bit with Brave New World so it doesn't go too slowly. And uh, the next book is about financial freedom. So we'll have plenty of, you know, every week we'll talk about that topic. Paulo Coelho reminds me of Ernest Hemingway. Well, it's the same direct, uh, short sentences, clear writing style that I like. Yeah, Nora says, I can't understand rap music even in my own language. I hate it. I'm not a fan either. Avu, thank you, says you inspired me. Thank you very much. That's a nice. Uh, Ahmed Mohammed says, uh, AJ, you changed my perspective on learning foreign languages three or four years ago. Now I'm speaking English unconsciously, and I am now learning German too. You're amazing. Your way is amazing. Thank you. Well, great. Good luck with German. Good luck with you. What kind of uh, music do you like, asks Gene. I like kind of classic rock, but I like some other stuff too. Classical music's nice. Um, yeah. Kind of jam type music is also nice. Um, Okay, I've answered this question before. I'll answer it again, though, from Peblot. What age is best for learning a language? Can older people learn a new language acquired as fast as younger people? Faster. Older people can acquire a language faster than, by younger, I mean children. You, you have a huge advantage compared to children. Now, they have a couple advantages, <laughs> too. Their advantages, number one, they're fearless. They have a better attitude about it. They t usually... And, um, you know, from the research I've seen, they, they will generally do better with pronunciation. They can actually sound exactly like a native. And for adults, it's often difficult to do that. And what else? But on the other hand, as an adult, you know more about the world. You have, no more, you have more experiences. You usually can have better focus, better concentration. And you can actually learn a lot faster than uh, a child can because of that. So you have big advantages and you can do it in any age. Ah, oh, yeah, V for Vendetta. We we'll probably do this. This is a good movie. There's tons of red pills in there. Yeah, it's a nice red pill movie. We'll do that one. That's on. That's one on the list of ones to do. V for Vendetta.
Vu says, English meaning is so great. It's so open, not like Vietnamese. Hmm. Love, love, love English. Love AJ, who inspired English for many people in general and myself in particular. Well, that's nice. I don't know much about the Vietnamese language, but uh, see, this I do know that by really loving it, meaning English, uh, this is a big key to improving quickly. Jenny, can you suggest resources for learning grammar? Not really. Uh, you learn grammar as you go along in context. You know, so let's say, um, I'm trying to think of an example. But anyway, you come across, you're reading something, and there's a there's like a phrase and maybe a verb, and the verb is strange to you. Like what? So you, you just, you can just kind of look it up. Like, well, why is there an, you know, to use a simple example, a very beginner example, why is there an ED at the end of the word, right? And so you can just, you don't like study grammar, grammar books, because you, you're going to forget it all anyway. But you might just say ED, why is there an ED? And you kind of just look it up and you find, ah, oh, past tense. And then you just keep going. That's it. That's it. You don't study chapters and chapters about the past tense. And occasionally you'll come across a word like eight, A-T-E, right? Not the number, but the past of eat. And you're like, what does this mean? Eight, eight. And you just look in a dictionary and look online, you know, quickly. And you'll see, ah, it's the past of eat. That's it. You keep reading. You don't need to go into all this complicated theories and textbooks and stuff. You just kind of learn it as you go from reading and listening. <clears throat> Abraham Kamal says, how do I join your VIP program? Um, well, I don't know why you're having problems with it. Um, you can try to send an email to Peter, members at effortlessenglish.org, but it must be a payment issue because I, I don't know. Otherwise, it sh you should be no problem. Mingriam asks, uh, plan to teach and talk to my child from a young age. Please tell me some useful phrases or sentences that Americans use to talk to their kids. I don't think you need to worry about that. Just uh, just be natural. You know, just just speak English to uh, your child. And, uh, you know, if you need to tell them, you want them to do something, just tell them. Yeah, sit up, stand up, here, eat this. You know, just just that kind of stuff. Just, just the, the same things you would say in your own language. So that that's what I would say. Don't don't you don't don't try to force any sp specific phrases. Just real natural communication. Nina says this is my first live show. All right, I'm gonna just do a couple more guys. Yeah, like Tuan says, I remember days I had to learn by heart all the grammar rules, like the past tense, present perfect, future future perfect, blah, 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 blah. Right? That's crazy. It is crazy. It just confuses you. It doesn't really help. It doesn't help. Not most people. Zazel says, I'm in an English department. I'm on holiday. What should I do to improve my English quickly? Before I return to the department, join our listening and reading challenge on my Gab account. Right there. Follow me on Gab. Join the challenge. That's what you should do if you want to go quickly. That's the whole point. So join us all. We'll all be doing it. All right, let's see if I can do one more. This is a nice comment. We'll finish with this one. Daria Salamatova. Dear AJ, finally I have the opportunity to express you my respect and gratitude for your inspiration, your great ideas. I try 
quite everything that you've recommended. I started homeschooling my daughter. Yes. Great. That's the best one you put first. I started my business. Man, you really did. Fantastic. I tried to do fasting. I tried to live simply and I saved money. You're my ultimate coach and teacher. Wow, that's really quite amazing. Hope to learn more from you about parenting, raising kids, teaching them about life because sometimes I feel myself stuck in communication with my 10-year-old daughter. Well, I'll do my best. You know, I'll, I'm a new parent now too, so I'll be trying to figure things out and I'll certainly share any ideas or things that work, <laughs> things that seem to work well as a parent. And we can all do this and then we can all learn from each other. So, Daria, good luck to you, man. That's that's fantastic. That's a lot of big successes you've had already. So, really fantastic. Great. We're going to end there. That's a good, strong one to end with. All right. Well, as always, join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Tomorrow, we have our book club, Brave New World, moving on to the next chapter of Brave New World. Sunday, I'll be on Twitch Live. We'll be doing The Matrix, the next part of The Matrix movie, which I'm really enjoying, that movie club. That's a lot of fun, and I, I love that movie, so uh, we picked a good one to start with. So Brave New World tomorrow, Movie Club, live Sunday with The Matrix. Join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Commit, don't quit at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. See you next time.